Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you all are having an absolutely fantastic day today. And there's been a lot of news that's been floating around, and I've gotten actually a lot of emails from people. Customers, listeners that seem to be concerned about Florida. And I'm going to clarify this real quick for everybody that listens to the show. Apparently, there's been a lot of news, and I pulled it up this morning because I didn't know this was going on, apparently, because I live in Florida. And, you know, what happens in Florida and what gets told about what happens in Florida are two completely different things. I've had multiple people email me and ask me and said, How are, how's everything going in Florida? We hear that the hospitals are absolutely overwhelmed with unvaccinated people and the ICUs are completely full and there's staff is short and we can't, you know, we don't know what's going on down there. And my response to everybody is, I'm, I know physicians down here, I know nurses down here, I travel all over Florida. And my response is, it's all complete and total lies. The vast majority of people that have been admitted into the hospital, and there is no staff shortage in most of the hospitals from what I've been told. There are more people than normal in the hospitals. And from what I'm starting to find now, they're saying it's unvaccinated in the news articles, right? They're saying it's all unvaccinated. The unvaccinated are going to the hospital. The problem is there's zero evidence to substantiate that. Quite the difference, majority of the physicians and RNs that I've been in contact with have said a lot of the people that are coming in are coming in with COVID-like symptoms from the injection, and they're not allowed to put down whether or not they've had the injection on their admittance paper. So they're going in and saying, okay, we're admitting you because of this, this, and this. Well, I've had the shot. We don't care. We can't put that down. So what's happening is now exactly what we said was going to happen the individuals, vast majority of who are getting the injection, are becoming deathly ill. They're going to the hospital with COVID-like symptoms, and they're being treated as COVID-like patients because they are testing positive for COVID. With the PCR test, it's already been retracted from the emergency authorization use because it does not, it does not actually isolate COVID whatsoever. So to make a long story short, yes – it's all bogus. There is no massive wave down here in Florida. Florida is not dying. Everybody in the hospital is not overwhelmed because they're unvaccinated. It's complete and total propaganda. What has happened now over the last couple months is the mainstream media has failed. They have failed to convince the vast majority of the populace to be good little peasants and go out and get the shot. So what's happened is now they're using Florida – as the example of, we don't listen, Florida's rebellious, they don't want to do what they're told, and now Florida's basically in the hospital. It's 100% textbook propaganda at its finest example. You could not write it out any better. You guys already remember the articles that came out repeatedly. But even the, I think it was the, even the New York Times came out and said something about them, and basically the Washington Post came out as well, basically stating that, the CDC came out and there's no significant – there is no significant evidence whatsoever that unvaccinated people are doing anything different than vaccinated when it comes to contagion. Quite, quite contrary, on July 30th, the CDC released a study stating that 469 cases of COVID that broke out in Massachusetts, 74 percent occurred in fully vaccinated people. 
You remember, too, when they came out and they basically stated that the lab test revealed 90% of the Cape Cod infections involved the Delta variant of the coronavirus of vaccinated people. And, of course, then they come out and they basically say that the chickenpox, it's contagious of the chickenpox and the vaccinated are spreading it just as easy. All of this is a complete and total lie. The Delta variant is the injection. It is the spike protein that basically is being produced from everybody that's getting injected. How do you think this thing allegedly mutated so fast? Viruses out in the wild do not do this. I've spoken to multiple virologists. Remember, this is the Delta variant. I mean, it went from Alpha, Beta, Charlie, Delta, and less than one year it mutated four times to allegedly become stronger. That is almost physically impossible in the real world setting for a virus to do so. If that was the case, all of last year, why didn't we allegedly have some Delta variant that popped up out of nowhere? Because they had to get the agenda set in place with the shots. Now they're saying that everybody needs another round of injections and a new vaccine is being worked on by Pfizer that's going to address the Delta variant. Let me tell you right now what's going to happen. I'm going to give you guys this this million dollar information. This is what's going to happen. You can quote me on this. This is going to do the exact same thing it did last year. We're going to see flatten the curve, lockdown, everybody comply. You need to get your shot. You need to make sure you're telling everybody you get your shot and you show everybody you're getting your shot. And then the cases are going to slowly go back down once they start looking at the algorithms online and they see that there's so much COVID fatigue, people are no longer listening, and they're going to slowly flatten the curve. By that time, a lot of the states are already going to have COVID passports put into place. That's just what's going to happen. And what they're going to do is they're going to turn around and we're going to continue to allow the governments to establish this litmus test in order to people to engage in commerce like they're doing in New York, like they're doing in California. And what's going to happen is they're going to lay the groundwork for show me your papers in society. And the cases allegedly are going to go down until they get the new injection out. And then they're going to start saying everybody needs to get the new whatever variant now, the Zulu variant shot. And people aren't going to get it because a lot of people are going to be awake. And so then they're going to start saying, oh, my gosh, the cases are coming up again. You better put a mask back on. You better get your shot and you better get your papers. And they're going to set the stage for show me your papers required to identify yourself at any time, at any government worker for any reason, all of the time. That's what's going to come in the next phase, and they're going to do the next lockdown. Now, the vaccine passports, the vaccine admission requirements, travel restrictions are all going to seem like a small, necessary step to winning the fake war on COVID. They're only necessary to the police state as efforts to further brainwash the populace into believing that the government legitimately has the power to enforce any acts it wants in the name of safety. This is how you imprison a populace and lock down a nation. It makes no difference if the police state tactics are carried out in the name of national security or making America healthy again. The philosophy remains the same, and the mindset is not conducive to freedom. You can't live in a constitutional republic if you allow the government to act like police state. You can't claim to value freedom if you allow the government to operate like a dictatorship. You can't expect to have your rights respected if you allow the governments to disrespect you at any time. And if you're tempted to justify these draconian measures for whatever reason, there is a boomerang effect. And they said this so succinctly. John Whitehead and Nisha Whitehead said this from the Rufert Institute. 
Whatever dangerous practices you allow the government to carry out, rest assured these same practices can and they will be used against you when the government decides to set its sights on you. The war on drugs turned to be a war on the American populace, as we've seen now with millions incarcerated over petty drug charges, SWAT teams and militarized police. The war on terror turned out to be a war on the American people, waged with warrantless searches, the Patriot Act, and indefinite detention for those who disagree. The war on immigration turned out to be a war on the American people, waged with roving government agents demanding papers, please, and further lockdowns of certain areas. This war on COVID-19 is yet another war on the American people. Now, with an all-out surveillance weaponry, data and contact tracing, at the government's disposal, you see when you talk about empowering government agents to screen the populace in order to control and prevent the spread of the virus, what you're really talking about is creating a society in which ID cards, roundups, checkpoints, detention centers, FEMA camps all become routine weapons used by the government to control and suppress the populace no matter the threat, and nobody is immune. Now, it's interesting about this. This is ironic that this is happening right now, coincidentally, right when the real ID Act has been coming out for the last couple of years with the chipped cards. A lot of people don't know this. The real ID Act is a digital biometric driver's license. Majority of people have them. I opted out for one. I was right on the precipice of being able to get a new ID card without the chip in it, and now I'm getting papers. My buddy Chase, he's got the same thing. Now we're getting papers saying that our driver's licenses are invalid, even though on our card it says they're valid until 2026. But now all of a sudden my driver's license is invalid because it doesn't comply with the real ID card. Well, I'm not going to get a new one. I'm telling you that right now. I refuse to get a new one. My card says it's valid. I personally think it's a bluff. They want everybody to turn their ID cards in. My driver's license says it's valid. If I type it in online in Florida DMV and it says it's valid, my driver's license is valid. That's another bluff that they've done to try to get more and more people into allowing a national ID system. And this is what's going to happen to the fact with businesses, schools, facilities, they're all going to start rolling into this digital biometric identity system. And that is all the COVID contact uh, passport is, this COVID vaccine passport. It is nothing, absolutely nothing to even do with the COVID shot. Let me clarify that. The COVID shot and the, this COVID passport are not even related. The COVID passport is all about control and monitoring everything you do and not allowing certain people to come in and allowing other people to come in as long as they've complied with the mandates. The shot is just the beginning phase of what's happening. That is why I've been so diametrically opposed to it. Same thing, for instance, I had a friend yesterday, I told you guys, the one lady that basically is working up in Tallahassee. And she said that her sister was told she has to get the injection or she's going to be fired. Now, it's interesting about this enough. I asked her, I said, well, send me the paper. And she sent me the screenshots from Leon County government in her office memo. Now, I'm not going to use her name because I don't want to get anybody in trouble with this. And what's interesting about it, I'm reading through the memo, right? And it's basically stating you have to get the shot. You have to get the shot. You have to get the shot. You're going to be terminated. You have to get the shot. Well, at the very bottom, it has a section called accommodations. And it says reasonable accommodations will be available to employees who are unable to be vaccinated due to a doctor-certified diagnosis medical condition or a, and I quote, a sincerely held religious belief. Requests for such accommodations will be evaluated on a case-by-case basis and granted. This is what they're trying to do. They're bluffing everybody into getting this. If you come in and you get a formal form and basically state that you have a sincerely held religious belief you cannot get this shot, 
They can't ask you what your religion is. They can't ask you what your belief is. That is illegal. All you have to do is bring in a form, sign it, whether you want to get it notarized, documented. I think there's a website Sharon's going to be posting on ST Bro. We're trying to vet it right now. There's multiple forms you can use that looks like same ones they use in the military, and there's other ones that are on there as well that allow you to basically go in and say, okay, here's my form. This is notarized. This is my sincerely held religious belief. Shut up and stop asking me about it, period. You try to get me to get this shot, you're violating my religious freedoms. Now you're opening yourself up to a lawsuit. They are intentionally doing this to bluff most people into getting the shot, even though they have no legal precedent. Once this stuff starts going to court, trust me, my friends, it's happening right now. There's a lot of stuff that's going to court and a lot of loose lawsuits that are getting filed that are filed because of this exact reason right now. Hold your values and your religion basis. Hold your principles. If Everybody continues to say, well, I'm just going to get the shot because it's easier. I'm just going to comply because it's easier. It's not going to stop them from going further, just like he said in this article with the boomerang effect. If you allow them to go further, they're not going to stop. It's the same thing with dealing with a bully. If you're in high school and you're dealing with a bully, and every time a bully says, give me your lunch money, you go Okay, listen, I'm going to comply one more time. I don't want any issues. Leave me alone after this. He goes, okay, it's fine. I'll leave you alone. You give me your lunch money today. I won't mess with you again. You give me your lunch money. Next day comes up, says, give me your money. He goes, dude, I told you yesterday. Uh, I, I changed my mind. I changed my mind. I, I, I actually, I'm not going to leave you alone. I, I need your money today. I promise you it's the last day I'm going to do it. You do it again. Next day comes up. Same thing happens. What do you think they've done to everybody for the last year and a half? If they continue to get everybody to consent and allow their freedoms to be stripped every single month further and further and further and further by simply telling them a lie because everybody's going to die. You got to get your shot. You got to get your shot. You got to get your shot or comply. And everybody continues to do it. What possibly makes you think they're going to stop doing what they're doing if the results are still working? It's textbook insanity if you possibly think they're going to stop this. So, again, I encourage people, you're going to have to get aggressive with this on multiple topics, especially if they're trying to push you in your industry because I promise you it is going to hit all the industries eventually. It's not – pretending it's going to go away right now is like living in pixie dust land. It's like going to Never Never Land with Peter Pan. It sounds cool. It sounds great. It's cool to be in fantasy land, but it's not reality, and eventually reality is going to bite you in the butt. That's what's happening right now. It's coming for all of us. It's going to reach a point to where you're going to go to the store to try to buy groceries, and they're not going to let you in because you're not going to scan it. There has to be backup scenarios in place, and you have to start thinking long-term and outside the box on this. If we die, we die. Once you get your time card punched, we go to heaven. It is what it is. We're all going to die. Newsflash. I'm just being honest with you. That's right. (laughs) This is what it is. We can all pretend that we're going to get out of this movie alive. It's not going to happen. So as Mars, I'm concerned is me and my house. We're going to serve the Lord and stand our ground on this topic. I'm not going to comply with this. That's why I've told people, make sure you have some backup food. Make sure you have some backup ammo. You guys think I've been saying that for the last five years because I just like repeating myself. I don't. I want to encourage people to have backup scenarios. Talk to anybody who's been in military engagements. You never have option A and then what? Well, nothing. I don't have that extra option. Absolutely not. You got option A, option B, option C, option D. That's why they have multiple teams. 
beta company, alpha company. You have multiple teams on backup when something happens. It's that time now that you start having backup scenarios and look at what you need to do in whatever situation you're in because this is going to keep happening. That's why the propaganda is so bad in Florida right now. That's why they're lying to everybody across the country, telling everybody that Florida is basically all going to die, and it's a complete and total fabricated lie like it's been for the last year and a half. Wake up, my friends, and continue to wake up your other friends and speak the truth of what's going on, Dad. What do you think? Well, if if the people who basically are running the planet had their way with it all, they would basically do Broward County down there where it's basically Kabbalah's controlled and everybody would be locked down forever and amen. Uh, DeSantis just did a press release yesterday in which he came in and said, we will not force vaccines. We will not wear masks. We will not do this. You know, and then he chews Biden out. He chews out the sitting president of the United States and says, don't tell me what to do in my state. I'm paraphrasing. You can't even close the border. You're letting hundreds of thousands of people come across the border, and then you're transporting them in our neighborhoods and our yep. cities from all these hundred different countries. And he goes, and none of them are being vaccinated. So don't tell me what to do here in Florida. How do you know you're not spreading these variants from all these other countries? I mean, he just straight chews out Biden right on his press conference. So you got to love DeSantis. Now, I'm going to say something because, you know, I've, I've hammered him a couple of times because of his stance, you know, on Israel. If he's a Zionist because he was trained that way by his pastor Pansy in the pulpit, okay, and he believes that, that could explain why he's doing that. But if he wakes up and realizes what's going on, like I told you yesterday, you know, Kennedy, who's all against the vaccinations, he said that Israel was involved in the assassination of his grandfather. If you start to realize all of this stuff is happening and you start to realize that it's all being done by the Kabbalists who basically have taken over the United States through the Frankfurt School and realize that our educational systems have all been compromised, you start to wake up. So maybe we got to give DeSantis a little bit of time to wake up. Maybe that's what we need to do. I really would like to be able to sit down with him for like an hour. Give me an hour with Governor DeSantis and I'll rattle his cage as far as what's really going on in the world. I really will. I will, but I mean, of course, getting down to being able to sit down with the governor of the United States would be very difficult. I'm not the governor of the Florida, the governor of the United States. That was, a, by the way, that was a Freudian slip, if you want to call it that. I want him to be the president of the United States. At this point, we have no other choices. You know, Governor Christie Nome probably I thought would be pretty good, but then they were having that legislation against the transgenders up in South Dakota, and she vetoed it. And she has kind of fallen off the prominence of the national folks who supported her after she did that. So we have to wonder what she's doing. But I do like Christy Nome also. I really do. She really says a lot of good stuff. But here's the thing, guys. we got to really think through what's happening with all of this stuff. You know, Florida's basically rebellious, but all is well here. You know, we need to also realize that the Chinese Rothschild Kabbalists credit score is upon us through the vaccine passport. I said this yesterday. We've got to realize that. We also have to realize that all of this is happening because of that Emergency Authorization Act that Trump signed, giving, that, giving the CDC and all these government agencies all this power, including Fauci, who's a CFR member, who wants a one-world government being part of the CFR, who Trump put into positions of power. We've got to realize that Trump ran his mouth and developed and pushed, but he, of course he didn't do it, he was told to do this, Operation Warp Speed, that Trump supposedly took a shot, which I don't believe it was the real vaccine. Well, it's not a vaccine. He didn't take the real kill shot. 
you know, on national TV. Then Trump comes in and goes into this hospital situation where they say he has coronavirus after he stood against it. And also they give him probably one of the worst resveratrol, which has been basically a horrible drug that hasn't been approved. And now people are getting that all over the country and people are dying from liver and kidney and failure from that drug. And that's not – but they won't approve ivermectin. I mean all of these things Donald Trump was directly involved in. Why was he involved in it? Because he's the court jester on a stage. Donald Trump is not the president of the United States or was not the president of the United States. Neither is Joe Biden. They're, they're, in, a, they're, in, a, they're in a position they were appointed to by the powers that be, primarily APAC, ADL, Council of 300, CFR, Rothschild banking hierarchy. This is the group that put them in the positions of power. The United States as a constitutional republic has been usurped. Those types of, how should I say, laws and decrees that we had were destroyed by good old Abraham Lincoln. We got to understand that. Abraham Lincoln screwed everything up because he was a hardcore communist, good friends with Karl Marx, and his wife was a Kabbalist witch. She held seances in the White House. Yesterday I was joking with Austin. Since I get quoted all the time, anyhow, on things that I do and don't say, I will say this so everybody gets it nice and clear. If I was president of the United States and if I had the authority and if I could get it done, I would bulldoze the Lincoln Memorial. I wouldn't put anybody else in it. I would say it is gone. It would be a grassy pasture when I got done with it. That's what I would do with it. And I'd probably put a bunch of horses on it so they could poop on it so they could basically say that's what I think about what's left of it. Because I've had enough of all of this stuff with Lincoln. The only thing he did right, as far as I'm concerned, was to stand against the Rothschild banking cartel to prevent them from coming in and setting up another central bank of the United States after he did what he did and destroyed the nation and destroyed the South. And John, John Wilkes Booth, in case you guys don't know it, was a Rothschild agent who came in and assassinated Lincoln. But what he did with Sherman and his march to the sea and killing all those women and children and burning all those farms to his own countrymen is unconscionable. He did that. Lincoln was probably the greatest tyrant we've ever had in the United States. <laughs> Him and Woodrow Wilson and FDR are like the, the pinnacle of how bad bad gets in the United States. It really, it really is. And by the way, Here's the interesting. Let's talk about critical race theory for a second. Critical race theory shares the same ideology as China's cultural revolution, and the Chinese the Chinese Americans are warning this. This is an article by Sun and Wang. The Heritage Action for America, a partner organization of the Heritage Foundation, hosted a panel discussion on critical race theory in Georgetown, Delaware. About 500 people attended. At the beginning of the panel discussion, Jonathan Butcher, senior policy analyst at the Heritage Foundation, talked about the history of the critical race theory and what it's all about. Now, listen, this is very important. He said that critical race theory is an offthrough of the critical theory from the neo-Marxist Frankfurt School. Are you listening to me? That's why I talked to you so much about the Frankfurt School. It is built upon Karl Marx's ideas and has slowly and methodically worked its way into American society, infecting the educational system the workplace, the military, and everything in between. He added that critical race theory is destructive and advocates for the exact opposite of what it claims to be, treating individuals differently based on the color of their skin. 
Critical race theory adherents believe America is systemically racist, that racial oppression exists in every institution, and an individual is either an oppressor or oppressed based on the color of their skin. They reject the idea that America has strived for more than two centuries to fully live up to the founding creed that all men are created equal. And it, this is starting to feel like communist China. Keynote speaker Van Fleet told the audience that America is starting to feel like communist China during the Cultural Revolution, a social political movement created by the Rothschild banking cartel, paid for by the Rothschild banking cartel, and instrumented by the Rothschild banking cartel that occurred between 66 to 76 under the former Chinese leader Mao. We have been seeing that America is going the wrong direction, she said in reference to CRT. Van Fleet was attending elementary school as a first grader when the Cultural Revolution began in China. After she completed her education, the Chinese Communist Party forced her and other young adults to work in the countryside for three years as part of their communist indoctrination. After the panel discussion, Van Fleet told the Epic Times, it's the same tactic. It's Marx's tactic. So what they do is to create chaos. As Mayo said, when the chaos, worst chaos emerges, emerges, that is when the greatest control can be achieved. I've read this entire article to say that. I'm going to say it again. When the worst chaos emerges, that's what they're doing right now with us with these social credit scores, these vaccine passports, and these forced vaccines. When the, that's why they're creating so much chaos. This is why you have alt media that's being funded by the CIA that's promoting societal change through revolution and through taking up arms. I could list you names right now. Uh, people are saying we're about to have to go to war and basically get the guns out, start shooting politicians, start shooting people. These people are basically forcing this chaos, and they are controlling both sides of the narrative, just like Otto Kahn said, so they can create the maximum chaos. Now listen again. When the worst chaos emerges, that is when the greatest control can be achieved. That's when you send the troops in and you go door to door. They want to create chaos so that they can overthrow the existing system. Listen to me. This is what alt media is promoting in so many cases because they're on the payroll of the CIA and on the Council on Foreign Relations. Cancel culture is the same because what the people want to do here is to overthrow the American founding principles just like China, to overthrow the traditional Chinese culture and the Chinese civilization. Now think about that for a second. This is exactly what they're doing here in the United States. I'm going to post this article. I don't put up a lot of stuff from the Epic Times because I don't care for some of it, but they're actually getting this one right on point, and they're understanding exactly what they're saying on this. Guys, you got to keep your head cool down, all right? I know you want to go and protest like everybody wanted to go do on January the 6th. They're going to set up another false flag. I talked about this yesterday, a big one this time. And they're going to want to get all of the leaders of this movement involved in that. Don't be involved in it. Work locally like Austin and I are doing, like we're setting the example. Go to your school board meetings and tell them, uh, no, how about no, how about absolutely not? How about we're not going to do cultural race theory we're not going to do any of these crazy things they want us to do. How about we're not going to have Marxist ideology in Frankfurt School teaching in our school systems? I did this with our local school board. So once we wake up to that level and we start doing that on a local basis and we start working from a grassroots standpoint and getting people elected who we personally know, who we know aren't going to be compromised by this, at that point, 
we can make something change. We've got to do exactly what Saul Alinsky said on Rules for Radicals. We have to become community organizers. Gosh, this is ridiculous. I'm quoting him now. But we have to do it from a Christian standpoint, not from a communist standpoint. We have to go back in and take over the schools. And we have to go back in and take over our local governments. We've got to, we have to do this. If we don't, what's going to happen is we're going to continue this massive chaos until it gets so bad that they're going to put troops on the streets. And what's going to happen is they're going to say, here's how this whole thing's going to play out. They're going to say, we need the United Nations as an intervention. And what they're going to do, the federal government's going to ask the United Nations to come in. And the United Nations is going to send in hundreds of thousands, if not millions of troops from all over the world to quell the dissent in the United States. Okay. They can't – the other countries cannot come in because it, it, it breaks down from the treaty of, of – uh, the, 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 uh, oh, it's, it's a treaty that was done in Germany several hundred years ago. It'll come to me in a second. And, and so this is the thing that they have to understand is that they don't want people coming in without the request of our government, the Treaty of Westphalia. That's what it was called. And so they're, they're going to ask the United Nations to send troops in. Why is that? Our military has been completely compromised. Now they're, being, now they're being forced to be injected with a kill shot. So they're going to bring military personnel in who will fire on American citizens because the American military is not going to do that in, in, in the aggregate. They're not going to do it. They're not going to start walking into neighborhoods and killing people. They're not going to do it because it's their country too. They're not going to do it Abraham Lincoln again. But the reality is Chinese won't care. They won't care. The Chinese soldiers that come into the United States that are brought in by the United Nations, they won't care if they shoot you or shoot me. This is where they want it to go, but the only way they can justify this is they have to have a massive revolt. We have to work peacefully at the local levels, and Austin's right about one thing, too. He said this. This is so important. You've got to have some stored food. At this point, I don't care if you get our organic food buckets or you go buy canned goods from your local store. Just make sure they're organic so they don't have BPA in them. Do something to get some stored food. At this point, it doesn't matter anymore. The grocery store shelves are still stocked full. They're doing everything they can. The problem is this economic world engine that basically capitalism has created is a very difficult thing to turn off. They're doing massive problems with supply chain economics now. They're shutting down chips so that General Motors and Ford and other manufacturers can't produce what they need. Massive shortages, all kinds of stuff. Well, there's two reasons to think about this. I talked to Austin about this yesterday. One of them is a little really dark. The other one is basically just economics. If they slow down the velocity of money, we've talked about this. In fact, we are the only show that's discussed this that I know of. They could slow down the inflation that they're causing by these massive stimulus bills with trillions and trillions and trillions of U.S. dollars, which, are the, which, is, the US, you know, which is the world reserve currency, into circulation. It's insane the amount of money they're putting into circulation. I mean, in the last couple of years, they've put more money into circulation than they have in the first you know, 200 years of the United States. That's, that's what's happening right now. But the problem is, is they're going to create hyperinflation if they don't slow down the amount of things being purchased. So therefore, they cause massive supply chain disruptions, which don't allow goods and services to come to the market. Okay? Number two is this. This is the dark side. If they know that they're going to kill three-quarters of the population of the United States. Why do they need to make all these cars that are going to sit on lots and never get sold? Now, I'm going to say that again. If they know they're going to have a massive population reduction with no demand for the products and goods that they're producing, 
wouldn't it be in their best interest to reduce the amount of material and inventory coming out of General Motors and Ford so they don't have this massive glut of product that they're going to have to give away that's going to sit at a port or sit you know, on a thousand-acre field with hundreds of thousands of vehicles that can't be sold because the population no longer exists? I don't know. That's the dark side. But we also have this massive immigration coming into the United States right now by the hundreds of thousands a month. Millions and millions and millions a year. But remember, it also came in under Donald Trump. He did not shut it down either. And when he ordered the military to go to the border, they refused. They refused, which I thought was interesting. Remember, Obama purged thousands and thousands of loyalists from the military, commanders, colonels, majors, generals, kicked them out. Because remember, he is the head guy here with this Marxist revolution, and he is the one who was an avowed communist. And he's also gay, and he's married to a guy. So I mean, like he he, he kind of like what is he just he's he's the trifecta. So we have a situation here that he's being used as a figurehead again, still Obama, and we got to understand that. So what's going on with all of this? I don't know, but I can say this: it's the Frankfurt School teaching this critical race theory, this cultural revolutionary theory, if you want to call it that, that's basically going to come in and cause maximum upheaval in the United States to allow them at that point to come in and do what they're going to do to us. Guys, don't let it happen. A lot of these people that are advocating this in the alt media right now are doing it because they're on the payroll of the CIA and Operation Mockingbird. I can't be any more blunt than that. I can list your names, but I don't want to be on that screen either. But I know a bunch of them. And I've told a bunch of you who are my friends who they are. So it's important. Um, let me put it to you this way. I like Doug Hagman. Okay? I do. I do. I like Doug. And Dave Hodges puts out some pretty good stuff. Okay, uh, we're waiting for the rest of the list. Um, um, oh, okay, well, there are, there are some other ones out there. I'm not going to list them. But, but that's about as short as my personal list gets. But there are some other people that I know that seem to be putting out good information. But – be very, very careful who you listen to. It's so very important. And don't be going to these rallies. And if you go to the rallies, do not carry weapons. I'm telling you guys, do not go up there with guns. Do not go up with guns blazing. Do not strap on an AR-15 and go walking into the middle of this mess. Don't do it. You're going to find yourself in a very, very bad situation, as those people did who followed Trump's, quote-unquote, leading to march on the Capitol building after Trump told them to come to D.C. on January the 6th. And guess what? Why don't you find out who rented that entire area, that parade field, that, that park for this thing to take place, and why hasn't that person ever been charged with anything? Do some research on that. He's another alt-media person. Okay, so I'm, going, I'm, not, I'm not going any deeper than that. Austin, what do you think about him? What's your next story? You're exactly right, and there's always – if anybody knows me, everybody knows that I'm not a fan of ever disarming for any reason whatsoever. But there are certain situations that you have to use wisdom in if you're going to be doing something. I mean that sincerely. If you're going to a meeting at the courthouse and there's going to be law enforcement and you've already been flagged because you're a dissident and you call out the commissioners for what they're doing every single time, you probably don't need to be going in with a 44 Magnum under your T-shirt poking out. Just going to throw that out there. Same thing for like when I've done things as far as just kind of stunts to prove a point. Me and my friend went into 
Publix during the height of the pandemic when everybody was wearing masks. We wore, you know, basically A50 gas mask and body armor in, and he had night vision on, which is funny. Just, you know, on, on, on top flip-ups, he didn't have them pulled, on, pulled down or on, so it was daytime. And we both talked before we walked in. I said, we do not absolutely want to carry weapons in the store right now. I said, because there's a high probability we're going to have law enforcement engagement when we go in there. And to, to our dismay, there was actually very little fanfare about it. People were actually quite normalized by it. Even I told you before, one individual at the counter, he was like, man, those masks work probably a lot better than this mask does. I, I need to get some masks like those. And we're like, oh, gosh. And it was a joke. It was a big joke. And it turned into being everybody was actually, like, intrigued and wanted to know how we and where we got the mask from. And I was like, well, that backfired. But my whole point of saying is be very careful if you're doing stuff like that. And be walking around because they're waiting. They are waiting for an incident to occur that they can blame the Patriot community on so they can push further shootings. Remember that shooting that took place basically at the convenience store where the guy walked in and shot 10 people? It was a couple months ago, six months ago now. There's a couple of videos of it that came out, and ATF now has used that as an excuse because he had an 11-inch AR-15 with a pistol, or a pistol brace on it. And they have now used that one incident that, in my opinion, was completely and totally set up. They've used that one incident to push their brace regulation rhetoric now as far as wanting to monitor and go in and grade everybody's firearms and whether or not you have to register it. I'm talking right now, how about you just opt out of that? How about ATF understands they've got like 189,000 formal comments on that post that they put up now, and they're still allowing people to comment on it. How about we just say, no, ATF, we're not going to comply with any more ridiculous regulations. They are not a legislative congressional branch they don't have the ability to write laws. They can't go in and basically rewrite laws. They cannot legally do that. They're there to enforce the laws that Congress puts into place. So when they came in under the guise of basically the attorney general under Trump, and Trump said figure out how to ban bump fire stocks, and they went in and they actually rewrote the 1934 NFA Act in definition of the machine gun – so they could regulate bump fire stocks and ban them and turn them into a felony with no grandfather period. That was one of the single most effective, invasive, illegal maneuvers on our Second Amendment right. The 1986 Firearm Act, the 1964 NFA, all this stuff, those were all ratified by Congress. Were they illegal as far as violating the Second Amendment? Yes, I truly believe so. But they were ratified by Congress. ATF has no jurisdiction to go in and start rewriting laws, period, ever. That's my take on that. Anyways, other than I wanted to address something real quick, swing back to this because Ted brought it up earlier. The reason why they're bringing up this critical race theory and this concept that there's either an oppressor or basically the oppressed, uh, and that's what they're trying to continue to promote with critical race theory. And the same thing they're doing right now with the COVID, they're trying to basically spread it. So there's they're, they're trying to bring back a two-tiered system pretty much, or a three-tiered system, I guess you could call it. And what it is, is it's defined now as feudalism. The bankers love the concept of feudalism because you essentially have the lords, the vassals, and the, which is the, basically the military, and you have the, the peasants, the fiefs. That's what they had. 
that's where they're going with this, and that's exactly what they're doing now with COVID. You watch it now. You have the upper elite government, extremely wealthy individuals that have gone. Their net worth has grown by the trillions just last year alone. You have the military police, which we have now, militarized police in some cases, and you have the enforcement agents that are going around arresting people and handcuffing people. In Australia, there's a grandma sitting on a bench in a park without a mask on, and she is basically arrested by law enforcement in Australia. Australia has turned officially now into a failed country, and it saddens me to no end to see that happen to that beautiful country and the people down there. And what is the number one precipitating reason that this has happened in Australia? Because they allowed themselves to be disarmed. And it's, it sucks. I'm sorry. And I mean, it's, it's just a fact. When the government knows there is no recourse, there is no pushback, there is no ability for you to defend your livelihood or your family, you're at the whims of them. And that's just not my opinion. That is a fact from hundreds and hundreds of years of history you can look up. Every single time the government disarms a populace, every single time they disarm a populace, complete and total tyranny ensues shortly thereafter. Every time without fail. It has never happened any other way. If they disarm you, if they tell you you don't have the ability to have a weapon, if you don't have the ability to defend yourself, they are going to rule you with an iron fist in the very near future after that if you turn your weapons in. And see what happens is now the United States is this anomaly. Every other place in the world, they are pretty much heavily regulated except for Africa. But Africa, they do it in order to keep the confusion, violence, and death at the highest level. That's why you have all these militias over there, and that's why the government keeps giving them weapons all the time. You watch the movie Lord of War. They give you a real eye-opener as far as what actually happens as far as with weaponry and machine guns and you know gun running. But the reason why the United States is such an anomaly right now is because up until 1986, because even though they shut off, the Firearms Act, Firearm Protection Act, and didn't allow civilians to purchase newly manufactured machine guns after 1986, there's still roughly almost 200,000 automatic weapons legally, legally, in the hands of civilians. That's not even talking about the hundreds of millions of AR-15s and other weapons. And of course, you got to remember, you also got dealers. You got SOT2 manufacturers, which means they can manufacture machine guns and sell them to the military law enforcement. And I know some of those guys, and they have an insane amount of weaponry available at their disposal all of the time. And they're, of course, legal, completely registered, but they have them at their disposal all of the time. It's going to leave it at that. This is what's happened in the United States now. This is why they're pushing so hard to get everybody under control as fast as they can now. They're hyperspeeding it because they have to do it before everybody realizes they're being had. About half the population has realized we've been had. That's why you see the injection rate right around 48 49%. It's not really moving. Most people don't want any more shots. It's not growing very fast anymore. So we have this split in the middle. And that is what they're trying to avoid. They want to move the entire aspect of compliance, of going in and basically listening, and they want to bring everybody in one form under one umbrella that has to listen, comply, and you have the lords and you have the peasants, and that's all they want to have in between. That's why I've told you, if the United States ever allows itself to be disarmed any further than we already are, we will fail to exist as a country. 
And I don't mean I'm encouraging any type of violence. I never have. But what I am saying is they understand what happens when you deal with the populace. Look at Afghanistan. Afghanistan has completely and totally always been a failed war after every every country has invaded it. Russia being the main one, United States being the main one, China being the main one. It happens every time. Now we're over there now and we control all the poppy fields because a lot of the Taliban who've been given huge sums of money, some of these Taliban leaders, have complied by allowing the United States to run most of the poppy and bring it out because, well, why? Well, the Taliban, they're giant dope dealers over there. They're making an insane amount of money off all the poppy that's being harvested. But as far as trying to control the Korngal Valley and all these other aspects of Afghanistan, it was a complete and total failure. And it always will be when you're dealing with an incredibly heavily armed populace that does not want to be controlled. I mean, they moved everything from airstrikes to, I mean, the, the what they call them, the uh, Moab bombs. They dropped everything in Afghanistan. Still, Afghani people had the resolve. No, absolutely not. We have 60-year-old AK-47 machine guns, and we have RPGs. Come at us and have fun with it. And you saw how that's worked out for every single country that's tried. This is what we have to remember. It is about consent, 100%. They want you to comply. Once you comply... It's game over. They own you at that point. Rand Paul said something so succinctly the other day, and he basically denounced Dr. Francis Collins, the National Institute of Health Director, basically said unbelievable. He said he put out unbelievably stupid comments. He said, how can people who are smart say such stupid things? He said, there's no science to defend putting your kids in masks or parents wearing masks whatsoever. If there was any science to back this, we'd be wearing masks for years and years and years and years because of simply the flu. He goes, Dr. Collins proposing that because the flu is with us forever, essentially, which is what they're referring to as COVID, parents should be wearing masks even around their kids is absolutely and utterly without any scientific evidence. It is stupid. And he's actually quite right about this. Dr. Collins came out. Basically said that for the safety of everybody, parents need to make sure that they're wearing masks inside their house with their kids. Not joking. That's what this moron said the other day. This is what they're wanting everybody to do. And this is why they keep telling everybody one thing, another thing. It's classical MKUltra CIA mind operation. You can look it up. I've read all about the research on it. You confuse the subject. You tell them one thing. No, you do the other thing. They do that thing. You say, no, I didn't tell you to do that. You do this. They do the thing you just told them to do. Stop it. I didn't tell you to do that. I told you to do this. After a while, the psyche breaks. There becomes so much disconnect and so much un- undecisive behavior. Where it's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. The, the psyche, the psychological aspect of the mind literally snaps. It snaps. It doesn't know what to do. I can't handle this anymore. I can't deal with this. You're torturing me mentally. I cannot deal with this. There is a film I do not recommend watching unless you see it edited. It's a very, very sick film by Stanley Kubrick, basically called Clockwork Orange. Very sick film. But it literally shows the CIA mind control aspects of what they use. He took portions of the MK Ultra handbook and showed what happens when they do psychological operations on individuals and how they can literally change people's entire behavior based if they're being good, based if they're being bad, based if they're being good citizens, based on being violent citizens, and completely stop it. Change it. This is what they're trying to get into people's heads right now. That's why I tell you, dude, turn off the mainstream media. Turn it off. It's complete and total mind control garbage. I told you that the other day, last week I was I was at State Hotel when I was traveling. 
I was flipping through and I watched some of it. And I'm watching it for like 10 minutes. I thought I turned off. I was like, oh, gosh. This is horrible. Horrible. It's so controlling and it's so effective. They know exactly what they're doing, my friends. So please get the truth out there. We're in an information war beyond our wildest dreams right now. And it's our responsibility as the people that are awake. Patriots, Americans, Christians, it's our responsibility to continue to get the truth out there the best we can, at least for the very reason, the very reason, the least, the bottom least, to let them know we're not going to comply with this. This isn't going to happen on our watch. This may turn into an all-out horrific incident, but we're going to let you know we aren't going to comply. We are going to stand our ground on this, and we will not submit to tyrannical orders that have absolutely zero basis in the United States Constitution of what represents the freest country in the entire world and in my opinion was once the greatest country in the entire world and we have to remember who we are and where we're from dad well we're still the greatest country in the world period we still are because we have our second amendment yeah the problem the problem is the American people have stopped being little Americans we've done the same thing that Rome has done we stopped raising little American citizens. Our pastors have completely compromised themselves in the pulpit. Talk, listen to yesterday's show. We'll talk about that. I mean, we've got this massive, massive disconnect between the patriots and the people who believe in critical race theory. There's a massive disconnect, especially in our university campuses, where the Frankfurt School has sowed its seed now for almost 100 years. And we've got all of these people basically being raised as little communists, little Marxists, little Kabbalists at the university systems. I told you last year, I was up in Tallahassee visiting Harrison, and he's in school up there, and we went to a restaurant, and this girl tells me she's majoring in ancient herbs and spices or whatever at Florida State University, and she's working on her master's degree and doing a thesis and all this other kind of stuff. And I looked at her, and I said, are you a witch? She goes, well, yes, I am, actually. Yeah. This is, from, this, this, this is where the kids are. This is why they're all covered up in, you know, in these satanic tattoos and all the other stuff that they do. It's why they think that you know they can go out and you know have sex with a hundred different people in a month that it's okay because it's culturally accepted now and forty percent of the kids at Florida State and almost all the other major universities in the country have herpes and other kind of STDs. So you think, wow, that's awful. Well, yeah, it is awful. But this is cultural Marxism, destroying the very fabric of society. And again, I said this the other day. I'm going to say it again. It's the baby boomers that have held this mess together because we're the ones that were raised on. Opie and Andy and, you know, and fathers those best and all the other things that we had back in the 50s and the 60s. And we remember how the country used to be. We remember the Norman Rockwell America, as do our parents, the ones that are still alive. And that's the hope that we have that we can go back. And that creates normalcy bias, which makes us not want to believe that the government are the ones that are directly responsible for doing this, which they are. Because the government has been usurped by the Kabbalists and the Satanists and the Luciferians dual citizens, and all the other people that have come in to force their values, which are no values whatsoever, to make everything as evil as they possibly can on us. And we've been brainwashed. It's like Austin said. You know, I was in a hotel last week also with Sharon, and I turned the TV on for Austin, like Austin said, for about 10 minutes. You know, we're, you know, back to, you know, we're in the same hotel in different rooms. And I'll never forget, I, I watched it for about five minutes, and I looked at Sharon, I, said, I can't take it. It's all pure brainwashing, flicker rates posturing i mean just lie after lie literally every single story was either cultural critical race theory or covid mask mandates everybody dying of covid 
or the January the 6th protest. Everything. That's all it was. And so for these poor souls who don't understand that they're being programmed by the idiot box, they're believing this stuff. They're actually believing these lies. And that's why they had yesterday at our local little town here three rows of cars all lining up to basically get tested for coronavirus and for getting shots. And they were lined up by the hundreds. And you think in your little town, oh, yeah. Why is that? Because they believe the lie. These old people, when they've been hit with all these drugs, and they remember three flu shots in a row increased the risks of senile dementia by 50% because of the mercury content. So all these old people have been forced by the Rothschild-Rockefeller medical industrial complex to believe that their doctors, and I mentioned this yesterday, are gods, and they take all of these drugs they're told to take, and it causes their brain to go to crap. And they walk down the hallway of senile dementia, and they don't even know who they are anymore. And this is happening with younger and younger and younger people who follow the medical model. I know 40-year-olds, 30-year-olds that are being diagnosed with senile dementia because they follow the medical model. and They take these drugs that destroy their brains, including the statin drugs, which lower cholesterol. But nobody bothers to tell anybody your brain has to have cholesterol to work. So all of these things are being done right now to you and to the older generation, which are causing these giant disconnects with them. There's another article from Leo Homan, and it says, will American go full Nazi? Next line to be crossed will be to deny medical treatment to the unvaxxed. This is an unprecedented horror show. As the clock struck midnight on January the 1st, I recall people posting comments on social media along the lines of, good riddance to 2020. No matter what happens in 2021, it could not be worse than 2020. At that time, I remember thinking, hmm, what if 2020 was just a taste of what's to come in 2021? Fast forward to 2021, and I can guarantee many of you are wishing that they could go run back in time. Here we are staring at another potential lockdown, and tensions are rising as people are being forced out of jobs because they won't take an experimental kill shot injection. I'm adding that. Medical treatments that a few months ago were considered private are suddenly everybody's business. The progressive communist elites who run our institutions started by threatening people's jobs and academic careers, and now they're moving on to forcing people to show their medical papers before they can enter restaurants or shows or ball games or gyms, etc. Joe Biden, CNN, Don Lemon, the great homosexual, who he thinks he is, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, and others have said businesses should not allow unfaxed, unclean, leprous folks, adding that, to enter any store or work at any job, period. Don't expect them to stop there. The next step will be to deny medical care to the sick and dying unless they first concede to the injection. How do I know this? Because of the way of the medical industry under the big spell of pharma. Remember, this is pharmacia. This is basically sorcery. Is acting with regard to this very unique serum. It's so special, we're told, that unlike any previous vaccine in history, it must be injected to every person on the planet. When's the last time? You saw state medical boards threatening to pull a doctor's license simply because he disagreed with some guidelines coming down from the CDC or to the WHO. The answer is never, but it's happening now. This is unprecedented horror show, the worst in medical history, said Dr. Roger Hodgson, the renowned Canadian pathologist, during the Stop the Shock conference on August the 4th. Guys, here's the thing. You can't allow this cabal to have hijacked our medical institution hijacked our banking system, hijacked everything that we have in the United States who've proven themselves to be completely and totally ruthless without any empathy to tell you what to do. Guys, this is why I've stood against 
corporate media, and I've stood against corporations on the top 10 foods never to eat for the past 40 years, and I've talked in detail about what drugs do and how bad they are. I've stood against this since 1981 when I started Health Masters. Guys, listen to me. It's time that we all stand against this and not let them continue to erode our societal values and our health. I love you guys. I prayed for you today. I appreciate you. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes, guys, and thank you again for the emails and updates. I mean, I got people all over the country now, you know, different backgrounds, different jobs, different positions. They're in sending me emails, giving me information, and keeping me up to date on stuff. A lot of you guys are customers. Uh, I've spoken to you guys before. If you respond to emails the best I can, I do apologize. I know a lot of times I do get backed up on emails when I start getting a lot of them. Sometimes I read them, but if it's not some significant or specific as far as question, you know, I read it, basically go on the next one. But thank you. I mean, I sincerely thank you for keeping me updated on all this stuff. It's how we get the information out. It's how we continue to keep the truth going out. And it's, can, it's how we keep waking up a few more people here and there. You know, a person here, a person there, it makes a difference. And because you wake up that person, all of a sudden that person goes, I mean, I, I can't even, I literally can't even count on my hands and my feet at anything how many people I've talked to now and just started bringing up just snippets of stuff. And now they're calling me, texting me, going, dude, you know about this, you know about this, you know about this. I'm like, yeah, man. Welcome to my world. It's the Matrix. <laughs> Thank you again for the support of healthmasters.com. Continue to get the truth out there. The eyesight formula, our ocular formula, incredibly good. On sale right now, product of the week. Check it out, healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.